bus. You're listening to Drop the Dice. All right. What's up, everybody? This is Benz from www.dropthedice.com. And with me is the man on the street, the guy's always got a bevy in his hand, and the new head of legal affairs, Alfie. Cheers. What's going on, everybody? What's up, man? It's been a while. It has been a while. It was a busy summer. Um, very busy summer, actually, that just yesterday, I guess Monday, Sunday, Sunday finally calmed down. Uh, nice. We had a lot of family in from both her side of the family and I had uh, one of my brothers and his wife and their little girl up here uh, this past weekend. And so we've just been running 100 miles an hour. We repainted uh, a lot of our house uh, inside that needed to be done. And Sunday we finally just like rested. We took my brother to the airport early in the morning, came back, slept, and we didn't leave the house again that day. So <laughs> Dude, uh, That sounds like the best day off. Yeah, and then my wife just yesterday left for a work trip, so she'll come back tomorrow night. So I had a few days to just relax. I mean, I'm working still, but I can kind of do that whenever I want. Uh, so, right. yeah, so I'm just relaxing, enjoying the uh, enjoying the days, and just just relaxing. Oh my gosh, it feels so good. But what uh, what have you been up to? Uh, so we we moved. Uh, Drop the dice headquarters, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. As much as we haven't done this for a while, I mean, we talk almost every day. Right. And so, moved to headquarters over here. So far, it's been awesome. I can't wait for you to see it, man. It, like, I loved the vicinity in, Mission, like, Mission Palms. I love that place, man. I lived there for a long time. But, wow. It, Z-Man was here last week for the first time. Okay. And he was just like, holy shit, this feels so cozy. I don't know if cozy is the right word. It looks nice. Every we, picture I've seen without getting like an actual tour has looked really, really nice. Well, that's the thing. Like, there's nothing on the floor. Yeah. Which I never minded, but it's crazy how much better you feel without that clutter. It does. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, I don't mind clutter, but when it's not there, you're like, oh shit, fuck clutter. I know. It, it really is. It's kind of like, whoa, like, wait a second. There's nothing. Yeah, there's... I don't need to clean something up. And you're like, this room, it feels... It feels like crisp and fresh. Yeah. It's, it's nice. I'm not, and I don't think it was stressing me out, but I feel less stressed. If yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, it I probably was it. a little bit of stressing you out just without you thinking about it because you're like, I don't really care. But then yeah. once once you realize how much of a weight it can be off your shoulders, because you know probably deep down that you should clean something or that you're going to have to eventually move that. Yeah, like, okay, like, this isn't a lifestyle where I could just have board games all over the place. Right, right. Um, but, like, and it's still early enough where, like, I just love coming home and sitting on the couch and kind of just being in my living room. Yeah. Uh, Did... You can have your table back if you want it. Oh, thanks. Um, yeah. I'll let my mom know. I think we have another one now. Uh, you can probably keep that one. But do you, do you have another table that you play games on now? or? Yeah, so Dolby... Um, his girlfriend wanted a new table, and nice. so he's like, well, let's give uh, this other table away, and it was going to be as soon as they bought a new table, they would do it, but he was like, you know what? I'm just going to give you the table, because it'll force us to go buy a table. Right, right. So literally, it's it's awesome, man. Like, I'll send you a picture after we're done here. It's it's nice. It can fit the scythe board. That's super nice. It, that's what I've been realizing lately, that like you want a table that can fit kind of your biggest game with all the player boards and player pieces too without feeling like crammed or that you're like off on some weird corner 
But yeah. did, you, did you get any new bookshelves when you, like game shelves mm-hmm. when you moved? No, which is, I thought I was going to have, oh, you know, yeah, I did, I did, I got two new ones. <laughs> uh, <laughs> not big ones, though, not big ones. I was going to get a third big one, but I didn't end up needing one. Uh, there's these bookshelves in the hallway that kind of serve as a multimedia holder. They have my books, okay. my DVDs, um, and some party games. Okay, that's kind of what that first bookshelf you had in your other apartment, right? When you first like walk into the left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so it kind of took over the spot of that. But even then, like this is feels way better than that because that was getting cramped too. Okay. Um, I bought another shelf which is underneath the TV, and that actually has RPGs. Um, some of the boxes that were underneath the old TV, like some video games, and then like there's three shelves with games in there. Nice. I bought a thing for the back of the couch that has games. And then Riley's closet is organized with the rest of the games. And then I took a cue from Eric. Um, all the expansions for games are in my closet. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a good move. I I I've, I'm about to. I'm probably gonna rearrange. We're redoing our basement um, next month, and so we're gonna have to like move everything out of it, which is where all my games are. And when I go back, I'm probably gonna put all my like small box games and things like that, like just somewhere else. Yeah, I might put them in like a storage room or something like that on a shelf, but it's because they do they don't look as neat on the shelf because they're all different shapes and sizes and different depths as well when you when you're looking at it and so yeah. and they can take up a lot of space so I think like the expansions and small box games I think that's like a great thing to do. So those are literally in in my closet. Um, I tried to do it strategically where expansions that I use a lot are towards are easy to get to. Yeah, there's a couple things like I still have noir kind of resting on the top of a stack in the main shelf. Yeah. Um, I still have the fuzzies on the main shelf. Nice. I still have a couple of other small box games that I, like, I know I'll grab quickly. Yeah. So I don't want to, like, have to go look through bins and stuff. Yeah. Um, that was the other thing with the with the shelf in the, in the closet. Like, all my Tokyo games are in there because I can just open it and grab it. Okay. So it's super easy to get to. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other small box games are in boxes, not in box, like uh, like nice boxes, like bins and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the only game I kind of have out is Onk, and that's just because it's resting while I read the rules. Okay. Is that, um, have you guys played that yet? No, so I left that off, which we're going to talk about kind of Shelf of Shame a little bit later here. I left it off my list, and I'll talk about this a little bit more, but like, I just got that, so I don't really count that as being on that shelf yet. Yeah, okay. I okay, that was part of that was like one of the questions I'll I'll be asking about later is like All right. Yeah, we, yeah, cuz I can say that for then. Right. Um but I'll should be played tonight. Anyways, um but with that, uh what have you been playing, man? I have I played a few games cuz we had all the family in town and uh before we'd been playing Wingspan and Ariel thought, like, oh, you know what? Like, my sister who was in town, like, she'll love this game. And so, and her mom, her mom, like, actually loves birds and, like, has the bird book and, like, she has binoculars and they live on a a lake and so she'll, like, bird see all the time or whatever and she can, like, pick them out. So it's really cool. So we knew she would love it too. So we sat down and I realized quickly that, like, it's like they want to be able to play the game, but they don't want to have to learn the rules. And like that's right. the We've thing about this before, right? That's the thing with non gamers. I found the most is like they don't, they're not passionate about games, and so they're not excited to learn how to play it. They just want to start playing it. And it's like, well, be, but then 
they're also the same people that like kind of get upset if you didn't tell them if they didn't know about a rule. And I'm like, those things don't go hand in hand. You can't be someone who's like, well, let's just start playing. And then also be someone who's like, well, I didn't know that. You know, it's like, well, you can't do that. I didn't know that. Well, we all said it, but you weren't listening or whatever. So right. it, that was a little tough, but we played quite a bit of wingspan because once they were able to play that, that is a pretty like intuitive game as far as like how quickly it can move. And there yeah. isn't much to it. And, and with that, it's like, I feel like the game has a bit of a ceiling as far as like the like depth of strategy because it's so random really? what cards you get. And oh, okay. I was going to say, like, don't the cards kind of give you so many options? They, they, give you, they do give you a lot of options, but they're all kind of the same thing. They help you get more food. They help you get more eggs. They help you like play other cards. Like I, I think only once or twice after the first three or four games have I seen a card where I was like, "Ooh, that's kind of an interesting card." And I know there's two expansions, and I know the most recent one added like another type of food, and so they had to add new dice, and then they've added more eggs, which don't matter yet, and probably won't ever. But I think the the one issue is when they when they made that like insulated economy of or insular economy that there's no room for it to expand like all birds are played with food and so because of that like you can't your your expansion would have to probably be something like what tuscany did for viticulture where completely just you have some extra extraneous stuff you're doing that has nothing to do with the game but then like your cards all those percentages for the bonus cards or whatever and 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 the, the cards that are doing different things they know, they're not really going to work for something completely different that you're adding. So I just feel like the right. game, the king can't really grow more, which is fine because a lot of people really love Wingspan. They love what it's doing. They're not looking for more. But um, I thought of it because Rico was talking about how Grand Austria Hotel is his like breakfast game or whatever he said, where it's like yeah. you have a cup of coffee and you play. I think Wingspan is that. Okay. Of like, yeah, that some sense for that it's game. just a quick game. You do one thing on your turn run your combo or whatever and then it's over and it's it's a pretty short game too especially once you start playing i mean we could play in less than half an hour when we play two player um but so we we played some wingspan and that got to the table quite a bit because it was one they learned and so we just kind of kept playing it uh there were other ones we wanted Um, we wanted to introduce but um because they learned that it was kind of like we'll just keep playing that i mean sometimes it's also how it goes right Especially if you're not doing like party party games, like just one. Right. Like, if you teach someone like a game, you're like, okay, like let's just let's stick here for a second. Right. This is like the or one like, strategy game. I don't want like we'll to you. learn another one. I know this one. Let's play this one. Um, I always thought like you could add a board to the bottom or a board to the side, and have those like add another layer. Like go further. You could go further, so maybe like, cause the have that be some other end game point something sure and like like um, a module that does and there probably could be right a, a good designer would be able to find space to work with in there yeah but yeah um i think you're right though i don't think that's what the majority of people who play wingspan want no no no, no. they don't want like uh like terraforming mars where there's like five expansions and they all kind of do something pretty different with the game or yeah. whatever uh, but we played the longest game of Quacks of Quedlinburg I've ever played. Oh. Cause, and and I, I had even said, so there were six of us, and so Errol and I just played on a team. And I said, like, I'm, I won't play. I'll just, like, kind of ref it. 
But she doesn't really enjoy the game that much, so we just decided to like switch turns every time, and we'd be the person who pulls or whatever. And we play differently. I always want to push my luck, and she's like plays it a little more safe. But it was just there's just enough there that I was getting questions every single turn, kind of about the same stuff. It's like, well, what wait, what does the blue one do if I pull it? And it's like, oh man, like it does this one thing or whatever. And I tried to choose. I tried to to curate the ingredient, the recipe books. To be ones oh, cool. that would be both fun and interesting, and well, e- easy to understand. Like, okay, the green one, if it's your last or next to last with a green, you get a ruby for it. You <laughs> yeah. know, like like pretty simple stuff, and it was still it was just questions every turn. So it was just a really really long game, uh, and then we played a four player code names, just two v two, which is fine. I, I do think code names is better in a group. Me too. I was trying to pull out code names when we had our like inaugural party or uh, game day here. Yeah, like, we moved in on a Wednesday, and then everyone who helped move came back and played games. Nice. So it was a random mix of people, but it was fun. We pretty much just played party games. Yeah, and uh, I thought we would get code names to the table, but we ended up like with monikers, of course. And and I think that's what I'm finding is that I would rather play monikers. I'd rather play Spyfall. I'd rather play like One Night Werewolf. Um, I've been loving Just One or Tenzi. Just One, I, Just One is is I both like and it's fine. I think it's fine. Like I'm willing to play it, but that we gifted that to my in laws for Christmas one year, so it's at their house. So we never play here. We play Camel Up, and like that that I find is like a big group game for. That's cool. I forget if it's like six people that plays or whatever, but um, yeah, I just find I find that code names, and I think it's because it's hard for the clue giver to not do more than just say the clue and the number and just sit there silently. You don't make oh. facial expressions. You don't say like, mm, or you don't say like. Oh, that wasn't what I was thinking of, but yep, that's one. And it's like people can't get that in their head that like you don't get to say anything other than a clue and a number. And so because of that too, it's like whoever the clue giver is, within the rules, you're not really supposed to be having that much fun. You're supposed to be like sitting there in deep thought and then silently watching your team either screw it up or or nail it. Right, because because when they get it and it wasn't what you were thinking of, you're not supposed to tell them. Right. You know, but it's like that just doesn't get through people's head, but so that's why it's like I find that like monikers is my go-to or Spyfall yeah. is my go-to with people. Uh, the other one is wavelength in terms of party games we've been doing. Oh yeah, you guys do really like wavelength. Uh, to the point where uh, one of the guys from work came over and we were playing wavelength. Mm-hmm. He like just stopped by um, for like a second, and I was like, "Well, let's stop playing this game and we'll play wavelength." Mm-hmm. He's like, okay, and so I, I forced him to play. You know, he was doing the typical, like, no, 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 you guys, yeah, I'll just yeah, sit yeah. here and say hi. And I was like, dude, this game takes like five seconds. Right, so like, right. Play, play, play. So we did, and we went out for drinks the other day, and he was like, hey, like, my girlfriend wants to have a game night. I was wondering if one, you would come, two, if you won't come, can I borrow a wave? Like, <laughs> nice. I mean, that's, I like, that's always what you want to hear from, like, people who aren't gamers or whatever. It's like, you're like, or even if they are, though, you're like, when they want to play your game. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so what 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 else have you been playing? Um, so I got Kabuto Sumo, I believe either last I got it last week in in the mail. Okay. Got it on Wednesday, busted open and got it ready for game night. It's a super easy game. Right. 
Uh, it's really cool. I'll put up some pictures because it's just like it's a pretty game. Like it's a bunch of wooden pieces. Yeah. You're essentially sumo wrestling beetles. Mm-hmm. Like those beetles that have the crazy like 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 rhinoc- I think you're like, rhinoceros beetles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With like the you pincers and of, whatever. Yeah. You all start in the center of this giant sumo ring, and there's all these wooden discs around you to represent bark and leaves and different things. And on your turn, there's a there's a giant ring, and you have this like triangle type cardboard piece and you put it up against the ring and you have different size pieces on your board and you can pick one and you literally just slide it on to the ring and because the whole thing's full you'll probably push some stuff off whatever falls off you get now in your arsenal to like try and push back onto the ring oh that's cool i I didn't know it had that part to it that that is really cool because you only start with like two small discs and one large disc and then each you have a character, and each character has a special um, ability. So, RC's ability, he got these pincers, actual pincers. So it was this giant blue piece, and when you shoved it onto the board, you could um, like pay amount of pieces, and then whatever pieces were inside of the pincers, you could take off the board. Oh, and they were yours now. that's cool. Uh, Dolby had was the only person who could like turn in pieces. And turn them into these giant brown discs that were on the board. And those things just, like, murder people. They're just so big. They push so much stuff off. So he could just create an economy of that. My ability was I could push two small pieces onto the board at once. So I'd essentially have nice. two turns. Yeah. Um, but they were small pieces. So, it like, it was one of those games where everybody's power is unbalanced. Okay. Did, did you find the... Did you feel like some powers were like cooler than other ones, or did you find that all of them, in their own unique way, were like helping you towards the win condition? I think mine helped the least, but that's maybe because I wasn't doing it right. Also, like because you're using two pieces, you have to have those pieces, so oh, you need to keep sure. pushing stuff off. But it was super. There were times where the guys were like, "That sucks. You get to go twice." Because I could kind of like really make sure my guy was kept on, and then that's the other thing. You're trying to push the other beetles off the board. That's the whole point of the game. Mm-hmm. So, you make at some point you're gonna have to make these decisions. Do I try and push you off, or do I save myself yeah. so that I can survive another turn? Because if I push you off, the next guy's probably gonna push me off. Right. It's like pushing you further into the ring. Yes. Yeah. Did so? You guys played a three-player game. Yeah, which I it does four, but four goes into teams. At th- I loved it at three. I, I was listening to some podcast, I forget what it was, but they said they didn't like the four player because, so you alternate teams sitting around the table and then it's just the first team to get one of the other guys off. Yeah. So it becomes by the, by the third person, the game can be over. Yeah, that would be tough though. Okay, okay. They were saying it happened to them, that like they were finding that, but... Uh, maybe they uh, maybe they're better at it. We played for a while. Like RC was even like you said, this game was fifteen minutes, Dad. <laughs> but we were having a blast. Like um, my special piece was this like leaf that that looked oddly like a I don't know, like a triangle, like a sex thing. Oh, nice. Um, it was funny because it would literally go in and then separate everything. Oh, jeez. It was like so like yeah, it was just. We were just having a blast with it, man. It was so much fun. And then when Dolby would get those giant circle pieces, like, it was tense because you're like, holy... Sh-, it would knock off so much stuff. Yeah. Uh, and you have these moments where you're at the edge. 
At one point, RC was at the edge, about to fall off. And he managed to grab one of the big brown pieces, and he goes straight back into the middle, and now I'm on the edge, and then Dolby gets me the next turn. It, like, the game just, like, it's that swinginess that's really fun. That's cool. That, and that's good in a short game to have kind oh, yeah. of... And, like, as much as he said it was 15 minutes, like, it, like we probably lasted two more turns after that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and turns are fast. You literally, your turn is you put a disc on, you have your finger on it, and you push it in. Right, right. Um, the only thing, we kind of talked about it a little bit earlier in the banter. We uh, played Aliens, Glorious Day in the Core for the first time. Really, really fun, man. Uh, I, I was telling you that I played Bug Hunt, which is kind of like Zombies on COD. But this mission was, we had to find Newt. Uh, we had to calm her down, and then we had to run to the exit. And at one point, we played with me, Dobby, and RC, and at one point, RC's like, this is just like the movie. We are running to the door, and aliens keep coming after us. So we have to decide, again, again, do we try and barricade the door, do we try and blow up the aliens, or do we just run and hope we survive? That's sick. And it felt like that. Like, literally the last turn, two aliens spawned right by the door. So... Two guys shot the aliens. One of the aliens was still alive. Then we were like, you know what? I think we can make it. And we just rolled to run. And we did. That's super cool. It, it, did you find it... Um, like, is it better than, like, level 7? Uh, it's been so long since I played level 7. Okay. I I don't know yet. Okay. I really... Uh, dude... I'd have to put level seven. I I remember really enjoying that game. That was and there were similar parts in that game where you were like, you could like throw like a flashbang into a room, and right? Like those people were stunned, and right. like. I I liked the way they did the like, and they did it before, but like the Batman, like mastermind, the way you have like the cubes that you use them. You have like yeah, a limited yeah. number of cubes, and you get to like choose how you use them, and then you have to. You get a certain amount of back every turn. I, I liked how level 7 did that as well. With, like, a simpler, uh, less complex gameplay than Batman does. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I forgot about that. You know what? Uh, they might be too different then. Because in this one, you can't... I do actually... Okay. I have the expansion that lets you play the queen. But okay. base game is you're, it's just co-op against the aliens. Okay. That's cool. That's cool, though. Uh, Alright, so we're going to talk about our Shelves of Shame, um, so we're going to take a quick break, and when we be back, I will discuss, I believe, all 38 of the games that, that, that bring me dishonor daily. Is it 38? I, I, 30, I have you at 37. Is it 37? Okay, because like, I had it in an Excel sheet at one point, but then I redid it in notes, and so now I don't know how to like see how many there are. In in notes, I copied down your notes, and it looked like thirty-seven. Sweet. All right, we take a quick break. Uh, cue the music. We'll be back. Dice. 
All right, we're back, and we're going to talk about my uh, shelf of shame and a little bit about Alfie's. Um, he's going to take over uh, kind of hosting duties now because later on he'll be talking to Rico Wasman, and we'll hear about his shelf of shame. It's just a whole bunch of shame for Drop the Dice today. You know, we are shameful people. Let's let's be honest. So I'm, I'm excited to talk about this because we do. We talk all the time about all the new games we're playing, the old games we're playing, but we rarely talk about the games that we have that we're not playing, right? Because why would we be talking about games oh, yeah. we're not playing? Uh, it's a common enough thing for people to talk about their shelf of shame, as it's become uh, to be known as. And, you know, some are small, some are big. Uh, that will come in all shapes and sizes. But today, we are going to go over, uh, like Ben said, we're going to go over his shelf of shame, talk a little bit about mine, and then... Later in the episode, we'll also be splicing in audio with Rico and I talking about his shelf of shame. And comparing these, uh, talking about, uh, I got some questions, uh, some some hot hot seat questions for the shameful <laughs> members of Drop the Dice. Uh, but let's, let's get to events. So how many games are on your shelf of shame? So I'm, I'm pretty sure there's 37. Although looking at this, I don't have Citadels on here, so that would make it 38. You've never played Citadels yet? No. All right, so we have 38 games, and how many games do you own? Uh, so Okay, so I went on BGG, and I added a couple more things. I have 465 listings. Wow. But That's going to include expansions. It's going to include expansions. Okay. All right. So let's say... 400 it's less than not less than that sorry more than that it'd probably be before 20 I don't think I have just 50 less. expansions okay 420 so what's 37 8% no okay yeah no 11% 11% no oh. yeah no that doesn't make sense it doesn't make sense. It's 8%. It's 8%. I was like, which one do you divide into which to find the percentage? 8% of your... And that's funny because I'm at like 6.5% is what mine is. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have, I have seven games I haven't played and I have about, I think, 111 that I have here. I have more like back home. If I counted right. those, I'd probably have close to 130 games probably. Um, so it'd be a little less, but I have seven on my list. You have 37, 38 now with Citadels right. added. So, uh, let's, let's run through the list. Okay. We can talk about any of the games, maybe, maybe why you haven't played it yet. Yeah. yeah. Real quick. And then I'll, I'll do some, I'll do some, uh, rapid fire questions at the end. Okay. So we have, and um, this is in no particular order. We have, uh, and if we don't talk about it, it's mostly just because it just never made it. Citadel time, um, Fort. Fort's one I wanted to play with RC, uh, but I kind of, after reading the rules, I thought it might be too complicated. Uh, now, though, I'm sure I could bring it to the table and he'll be fine. Is that deck building or is that yeah, tableau building. building? It's a deck builder, but it's one of the ones where, like, you only play one card and you can only pull one card. Okay. Uh, it's got some other really interesting effects. And it's, uh, what is that? It's not, um, it's Chris, it's, it's leader games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Gugong, I got because Rico wouldn't stop talking about how much he liked that game. And Shut Up and Sit Down gave a pretty good review and it seemed fun. That's got like the Raiders of the North Sea 
mechanic where like you place something and you take something or whatever. I think so. It's it's like you're all like you're like giving on like alms to a king and like like the higher card you put down the better. Oh, I guess so. The the higher card you put down, the better thing you can take back. Okay. Architects of the West. Again, I I like most of the games in this series. Uh, I just never got this one to the table. It I, was cheap on Amazon one week, and so I bought it. I thought you had played this. I played the other one, Viscounts. You played Viscounts. I know you played that. That looks really and I cool. I played Raiders of the North Sea. Okay. I, uh, but I never played this one, and I never played Paladins. I don't have own Paladins. Okay. Uh, Alien Uprising. So this is one I got because it was like $10 on Amazon. It's a Richard Garfield design, I believe. Maybe Lanius. No, it's a Richard Lanius design. You are in a crashed... Air, uh, a, a spaceship on an alien planet and you have to walk around and find parts to fix your aircraft and there's aliens that are attacking you again literally bought it because it's a Richard Lanius game and it was like 10 bucks and it seemed kind of fun just never got to the table okay Isle of Cats uh, bought because everyone was saying it was really good yeah it's never got to the table Days of Ires by our boy David Turksey <laughs> Uh, on the Origin of Species, I thought this one looked really cool. Um, I had on the table. This is another one I had on the table for a little bit, and it always just seems slightly too light for the moment. Okay, because uh, it's not it's not a heavy game, but it's not it's not like filler category. No, no, because I think it's still like thirty forty five minutes. Uh, High Rise. This is getting into. Uh, I'm really bummed I haven't played this yet. I really wanted to play High Rise. It looks super cool. It does look it's super one of those cool. Games, I think you only go around the like it's like the timer is like you go around the board twice. I think, okay. and once that's done, the game's over. It. I don't know why this one hasn't hit the table. I think this one might be the opposite, where it's too complicated, and I, whenever I have it out, I don't feel like teaching it, and then something else comes in. This is saying it's in. It's a hundred to one hundred and fifty minutes long. Yeah. Jeez. That's a long, long time. This is the one though. This has like, the like the plastic or whatever, right? Or well, it is it? Now, is but it? I have, I have the cardboard, and then I kickstarted the cl- the plastic upgrade. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Uh, but I think the game looks really cool. The uh, the designer's an interesting designer. I've always wanted to play Networks. Uh, Seventh Continent is Z-Man's technically, but he gave it to me. Oh right, right, and that's is that the Kickstarter or is that like the classic? version they nice. made that's like 50 bucks no it's the kickstarter nice uh santa maria another one i wish i'd gotten to the table yeah that, that game um, looks rico, cool rico asks for this every time and he does that thing where he like i said it was like tragedy looper where he'll ask me to play it but like in the middle of a game day where i'm like it's it's complicated enough that i will i would have ne- need to to have reread the rolls yeah okay that makes sense uh, Attack on Titan deck builder. Nice. I got this at um, what's the store in Glendale? Um, Imperial Outpost. I got this at Imperial Outpost's garage sale for five bucks. Oh, that's super sick. I just played the Rick and Morty deck builder, and it's mm-hmm. the same system, so I, okay. I really liked it. Uh, War of Whispers. Ah, another one like High Rise. I'm bummed I haven't played this. I don't know if you saw the Shut Up and Sit Down review. They called it, like, the best Game of Thrones games that, that's out there. I did, I did. I, I thought that was kind of a crazy um, statement. But are you just sure, looking for a big enough anything, group? Uh, yeah, this is one where I'm like, I want to play at the max uh, player count. Yeah. Um, and it's only four. But then it's like, I need, I wanted it to be, like, the right four. Right. It's actually kind of like, I mean, I'll say Sleeping Gods right now. 
Uh, same thing with Sleeping Gods. I just wanted it to be the right group of people. That that makes sense because spoiler, you and Rico both have Sleeping Gods on your list, which yeah. I was surprised by because I knew how much like you especially love Red Raven and how yeah. much you'd probably really enjoy this game. But it does make sense that you are looking for it's a campaign. You want the right people in on this game to play it. And that's where I struggle with it. Like, I think I kind of just need to at least play it once so I have that under my belt, and then I can kind of worry about who I'm going to go on the campaign with. Yeah. Um, Anomaly is an, it's another one from the uh, the company who does War of Whispers. Uh, this one seems super cool. I kickstarted this. It's by the designers of uh, Decrypto. Okay. Huh. Uh, you one person is 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 an alien essentially. I forget what they call. Oh, I think they're called the Anomaly. You're on a spaceship kind of hunting um, different, like, people on the spaceship. But it's hidden movement for everyone. So it's four players. The three people who are, like, the good guys don't know where they're at either. Oh, that's interesting. So, like, everyone has the player board. And then everyone has their own board. And they're kind of moving around. And you guys can, like, try and throw, like, bombs at me. Or so if I'm the alien, you can try and throw bombs. But you don't know if one someone else is in there, so you might hit someone, one of your people. Ooh, this is cool. This this sounds cool. Again, this is one where it's like, I really, like, this is, I want this to be, like, me, you, Mark, and Eric. Yeah, yeah. Next time I'm in town and they're in town, we gotta get this game. Because I would definitely be down to play this. Uh, Tokyo Metro, I'm not even gonna get into this one. Mm. Uh, Prosperity, I got this off of a miniature market sale. Okay. Same thing with the next game, Essen. Oh, yeah. Essen's where you're just playing somebody at Essen, right? You're playing a, a seller at Essen, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you can, like, it's almost like um, a food chain magnet. You can, like, buy advertisement to get more customers and, oh, like, wow. all this stuff. I should play it. I wonder how close it is. Okay. It's a wonderful world. This is a big Kickstarter. Uh, yeah. I don't count this with Ankh because I've had it long enough, but it just ha- it just hasn't gone to the table yet. Seems really easy. Yeah, it, it it has sounded pretty easy as far as like the things I've heard about it and like the reviews because this seems to be a game that people love, which yeah. is interesting because I feel like I hadn't heard of it until like a year ago. Which what it's only is it a 2019 title? Yeah, 2019, 2020, one of those. Uh, I'm going to skip the next one for a second. Uh, Dark Domains, I bought because you Cabal loves it. Okay. You basically play... You're trying to build up this town, but you're actually an evil warlord. That's like a huge, like, super long game, isn't it? I think so. Um, but Z-Man... So Z-Man took us some time off because he had a kid. Uh, he's coming back now, and he's actually... He never knew I had this game until we did our... Uh, I talked about it in somewhere. And he was like, I've never even heard of this game. I want to get it. Yeah, I remember... I forget what you did, too, because... Maybe you sent a picture of it or you, something. He was like, what is that? Yeah. Uh, Keeper, it's just too complicated. Okay. I think I need Rico to teach it or I, I need to buckle down and learn it. Okay. Uh, Legranha, I bought it. Just, long time I mean, ago. One, long time ago and it just never hit the table. Yeah. I don't think it ever will. Yeah. Uh, Palace of Men, King Ludwig. Yo, I love castles. And yeah. I bought this, and it's another one. It just never hit the table. Yeah. Praga Caput Regni. This one, so many times, was about to hit the table. Even when we were in Nashville, Rico was like, I can teach that right now. Right. And then we play, like, Quad Heroes, or Dwellings of Elderville, oh, yeah. or wow. Rocket Men. 
Uh, Battlestar Galactica, I got really cheap. Okay. Uh, when it was with Fantasy Flight, stopped selling it, which I think now is actually pretty expensive. Gotcha. Yeah, because it's a super expensive game to try to get now. Uh, but it, this game is cool, dude. Like, it's actually I opened mine the other day. It's not even punched. It's a it's a really it's a good game. It's a really good game. Uh, I'm excited to play the Arkham one. Just because, I don't know. I don't oh, know, Clinic, unfathomable. Unfathomable. Yeah. Clinic only hurts more because uh, you said it's so cool. Uh, yeah, I think I think, I think think you'll like that. It's like a good, like, deep strategy game. Uh, Reavers of Midgard, again, just, it's just hit the t- doesn't hit the table. It was on the on the docket for so long, just never made it. Nanty Narking is Martin Wallace. I kind of got it just because it, it seemed pretty interesting. You, you can uh, play as different people throughout literature. Mm-hmm. And it's got this cool, like, city-building game. And everybody has a different win condition. Like, Sherlock Holmes needs to make it to the end of the game. Yeah. Uh, one guy needs all the money. Or he needs, like, to collect, like, 30 coins. That um, that was on our list, I think. Probably. Two years ago when I was coming to town or whatever. Like, that was, like, the fourth or fifth game on the list. Uh, Skyway Robbery. I've... What is this? I haven't I've heard won- of this one. I've wanted this game for so long. It's Philip DeBerry who actually have heard the name my whole board game career, but I don't know if I've ever played any of his games. Okay. Uh, Skyway Robbery is you play... Uh, it's basically Ocean's Eleven in the sky. Oh, that is... I love Ocean's Eleven. And, like, look up... When we're done with this, look up the Game Boy Geeks video of this game. I've literally wanted this for years. I finally found a copy on Amazon, and I just never got to the table. I don't know why. This, this, you want to talk about Wall of Shame, that is on my Wall of Shame, because I, I was dying for this game, and then I got it, and I never played it. Ooh, okay. uh, Living Planet is Christoph Bollinger. Uh, he made Four Gods. Okay. So that's love, why I got this. love Four Gods. Wait, which game is that? Living Planet. Uh, you're, you're literally on this planet, and it like is throwing... Um, you're trying to build bases and, and develop it, and, and, and it's throwing uh, natural disasters at you. Is it real time? No, no, no. Oh. Darn. But neither is Archipelago. Did you get the deluxe version, or do you have the, like, regular? I have the regular version. I, I, this is one where I, it was on Kickstarter when I didn't have a job. Okay. Uh, Sleeping Gods, where you talked about... Okay. Uh, Takanu and Alma Mater, I bought at the same time. They're just heavy Euros, and I just don't know if my crew right now is the biggest fan of heavy Euros. Like, those kind of heavy Euros. Yeah, like, uh... Uh... Push like, yeah, I know what you mean. Kind of like um, game. The theme was slightly pasted on. Yeah, you're like, like going think... up a track and moving resources around for the sake of moving resources around. Right, like it's funny because I don't play a lot of them, but I think Stonewire is really where this crew shines. That kind of like thematic resource management. Okay. Like Scythe, I mean Scythe especially. Uh, almost played Scythe tonight, but RC chose Ankh. Well, I mean, dude, you look at those minis, they blow those mechs out of the water. Sure, but RC's heard me talk about Scythe for years. Yeah, but dude, you can't resist a good mini. A massive miniature. Uh, Ishtar I bought after seeing it at Gen Con. I never got to the table. Yeah. It looks really cool. Uh, super easy. Okay, so these next uh, one, two, three, four are Kickstarters. That came in around the time when I was moving. Okay. And I so I just haven't figured out how to get him to the table yet. And that's Blood of the Northmen, um, which is Chuddock. Um, Oath, 
mind management, and four science. So Oath is the new uh, game from the guy who did Root. Yep. Yeah. Uh, mind management is the people who did Belfort. Uh, for science, the people who the people. mind management are the people who did Belfort. Yeah, that's interesting. Isn't it cool? Yeah, very and different games. For, for science is the guy who did Spirit Island. Have you played Spirit Island? No. Okay. Uh, for for science was like yeah, the only one of those I hadn't heard of before. It's like a real time fifteen minute like you play with wooden child blocks in order to discover diseases. That's sick. No, discover, sorry, cures for diseases. Okay. Interesting. Like, you play these cards out, <coughs> and as you play the cards out, they give you rules like a purple block has to touch a green block in three spots. Gotcha. Whatever. And then you, like, so then once you, like, do something, you're, you, like, lock down your cure, and then you go build it, and then someone has to check it, and then you can score that card. And I, like, there's, like, missions you have to go on, right? And so you have to, like, discover so many cures on each mission. Oh, that's interesting. This is kind of cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited to get this one to the table. Yeah, yeah. That, lo- that, looks, that looks fun uh, to play. Yeah. Is that your yeah, whole list? Yeah, that's my whole list. All right, all right, all right. So... Let's get in here. Which, uh, which ones of these are you like currently? And we went over it a little bit, but which games in here do you like have plans to play, like right now? Like you um, know, so I'm playing it tonight. I'm playing it next week, or what? Like it's it's at like the top of like your list to, like this is definitely one we're gonna get to the table within the next month. Okay, so uh, I would love to say Sleeping Gods is on there, but I'm still in that like I just don't know which crew is gonna play that with me. Mm-hmm. Um, Oath is definitely either... I'm going to play that within the month. Okay. Do you know what group you're going to play that with? Because isn't that... That's like a campaign style too, right? Right. I I think so. I'm hoping... It's going to be how much more consistent Z-Man can be. Right. And it'll probably just be like me, Dolby, and Lewis. Okay. So the four of you. Yeah. Okay. Um, Oath definitely coming soon. For science, again, it's a 15-minute game. That'll just probably be next week. Uh, Z-Man right now is on an every-other-week thing. Okay. And he's leaving a little early, so I, I, like tonight I'm going to set up Ankh before anyone gets here. That makes sense, yeah. Um, so that we can just get, get into it, teach it, and then he can go and have enough time to be home for the baby. Right. So next week, though, on those off weeks is when we can do, like, the where we can do a filler and then the main game. Okay. So I'll probably do for science next week. And then maybe mind management. I don't know. You know, there's always there's always something else that comes in there. Yeah, we we played mind management online. Rico, Bus, Z Man, and I, and that was pretty fun. I think. Yeah, it looks really cool. The I mean, in the physical components are really cool. Yeah, yeah, they they looked cool when they were having the Kickstarter. Um, I think there are just other like hidden movement games I'd rather play probably. But it yeah. does some interesting. It gives you the clues are interesting. There's there's yeah, there's yeah. more than just I think he was here. Let's move that way and feel out in the dark for him. The way something like um, Whitechapel or 
Letters from White Chapel or White Hole Mystery is uh, Spectre Ops is a little bit that way where it's kind of just like, oh, we know he popped up here like whack-a-mole, and so let's go around and see if we can see him or whatever. Um, the clues you give in mind management are pretty interesting. There's like is, a Spirit of Dracula. You like your favorite? Uh, I think like Pyramid of Penguins probably my favorite. Okay. <laughs> just because because it is just a light game. Um. I like a lot of what Fury of Dracula does, but I think it's pro. I don't like that you make a mistake as the as Dracula and like the game's over. Okay. And yeah. otherwise, I think the game might be a little too long. Uh, there was another one. I really like Noir. That kind of has a bit of that hidden movement oh, in yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, what else? Those are. I, just, I remember we only played Fury once. I remember it having like a very good feel to it. Yeah, I, I really like the combat system in it. Um, I liked I liked be what I was doing as Dracula was more than just moving around the board. I was trying to sneak in, like scoring points and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I mean, and then like the whole thing, like the the production is really nice. Like the artwork's really cool. Yeah, it, it, like I said, like it gives you this nice feel of the, of the time and like i think you did a good enough job of i thought i knew where you were and then you'd like do something over here and be like fuck oh my god yeah it's kind of like like what you would think a real dracula is doing it's like you're like oh i, I know where they are and then all of a sudden he's whisked away and he's somewhere else completely or in, in addition to that i think i think there was one turn where it's like fuck i know where he is i can't do anything about <laughs> it i'm gonna get fucked right now yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Uh, so that was cool. Um, but yeah, dude. So what else you got? All right. Uh, what? Which which one of these games would you play right now? If you were like, one of the ones that you're not about to play, what game on here do you most want to get to the table? Like, if you have the perfect group or whatever, it's like the one you want to play the most. That stuff. So I'm I'll, I'm gonna cut out like those last Kickstarter ones for a second. Okay. I I'd probably say either War of Whispers or Anomaly are the ones I really really want to play. War of Whispers or Anomaly. Okay. That yeah, that makes sense. Should, both of them seem to be pretty short, uh, and they seem like they would be pretty fun. And they're just ones that like I'm just, is I don't know why I haven't played them yet. Yeah. Um. Do you know what group you're looking for with War of Whispers? Like which people? That one, oh, so okay, so for a while I was trying to recreate me, Dolby, Z Man, and Lewis because, we, and we were gonna play Battle for Rokugan and War of Whispers in the same night. Oh, that's interesting. Because the first time we played Battle for Rokugan, Lewis and Dolby had like an epic fight with each other. Like in real life? No, no, uh, both. Like, like Lewis did nice. something, and then Dolby was like, "What are you doing?" And then like because of that. Dolby lost by like a point. I like how Dolby reminds me a little bit of Bus, which is funny because you know Bus, he's Bus's best friend. I, I love that he reminds me a little bit of Bus with like how he can get like angry about the game, but it like comes out in real life a little bit. Oh, dude! Like on um on the on the main chat, you like every once in a while you will probably like not see it if you're not like reading all of them. Bus is like, hey, remember like Dolby's gonna be my stand-in while I'm not there. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but so that, that's why, that's what I was looking for with War of Whispers. Anomaly, like I said earlier, like, I think I'm, I was looking for like that core group 
of just the original four of us. Okay, and in that that makes it anomaly. That game looks so cool. That because like I wanted like. It seemed like the type of game where it should be rowdy and rambunctious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want you want people who are into that kind of thing. Like, I don't know if you remember, um, Rico came in one night and we all played uh fuck. Los Los Angeles. New Angeles. That New Angeles. Love yeah. that. Yeah. And I was like, this is the only group I really want to play this game is, with. Is that when I was the only one to lose? Um, yes. That was great. You just had to beat me. You and yeah. I got last. You had to beat me, and then everybody else had to like get whatever, and they everyone did it, and so I was the only one who didn't get what I needed. Yeah, that game. That game. I I really enjoy that game because it is. It's like semi cooperative, kind of. Yeah, we played it again, and I had your role, and I remember I was like, oh, like this was still fun, but the end doesn't feel good. Yeah. I think I've, I've played it twice now. I, I, I like that game as far as like what it does. I don't think many games are like that. Because it's not even like Hidden Trader. You just no. don't necessarily know the win condition. But your win condition is directly dependent on other people's win conditions as well. Yeah. Which is cool. No, that, that game's a lot of fun. Uh, and like, I don't know if we're the best at negotiation. But man, Z-Men was doing pretty good at us not realizing that he was getting a ton of points every turn. Because mm-hmm. we just, like, kept building these, like, police guys. And he was like, okay, cool. <laughs> and he was getting, like, like every time, like, the, the city has more police than bad guys, like, he would get a point. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that, ah, oh, man, I, I dig that game. We gotta play that next time I'm in town now. It's like it's the same thing with like like bus coming in a little bit. Like the list is just so long. That's the part you have. I mean, what you said, four hundred and twenty games just plays, and there's just like it's like probably like fifty of them. I really want to play if I'm coming to oh, town. Yeah. It's like I have a running list of games that you own that I would like to play when I come and see you, and. It's going to ch- I mean, it'll change because then you'll have new games. So I'm like, ooh, that would be really cool to play right. or whatever. And then there's games where I'm like, oh, I need to show Alfie this. Right. And then you have your own list of games for me. And the list is yeah, both, like, like, games I've never played. Games, uh, but, like, kind of sound interesting. Games I really have always wanted to play and never gotten to. Then, like, games we played once or twice. Like, something like New Angelus that I find really fun. And then games yeah. that I just love, like... Yeah, why not? Let's play Roll for the Galaxy when I'm in town. Let's play Noir. Yeah, let's like play, let's let's play Arjun. Right, exactly. It's like let's play the big, great games that we all love so much or whatever. So it's like it yeah. is. It's like I always have like thirty games that I want to play when I'm in town, and in I fact, we can play we, two. We, I was talking uh, the last time Zeman was here. We were talking. I was like, "Fuck, we haven't played Arjun in a long time." Yeah, I think it was what the last time was. I think that was the last time before was when my said... wedding. No, because I I think we. Didn't we play before my wedding with Dolby? It was, it was. I think it was. Wasn't it Rico, you, me, Z Man, and Dolby? We all played. Oh, we played it once more since when you were sick. I'm pretty sure we had we had a five player game of it. Yeah, and it was that when you kept getting. I mean, we could probably go back because we talked about it in every podcast after it. Yeah, but when you kept getting screwed and sent to the infirmary. And I remember Dolby was in the game. That's right. I do remember that. And okay. I I won by accident because like I didn't know certain things were were um, like votes that I needed or whatever, and I just happened to get them. 
I think I won yeah. by like a point or whatever. That was a sick game. I oh, love that game. Argent, or the more I think about Argent, the more like that game probably moves up on my list. Because even though I don't like the win condition, and yeah. Trey Chambers has said like you can like there's a, like a Euro. He has like a Euro variant end scoring where you get like you place on each one instead of instead of just like one person gets it and so someone wins with like three votes. It's like you place on each one so you could be second on all of them and win or whatever. Oh, Which is interesting, so that it especially because like because it's an official variant. R- well, and I, I don't know if it's in the rules. I know there is an errata to the game. No, but like Trey said, right? Something. He has said you can do this, and it might, it might be in the rule book where he said do that, or he's also suggested to people just on BGG that like um, you can only win the vote if you have your token on it, if you've like looked at it. And seen it. He's like, so then he's like, but you want to make sure like these two rooms are in there because they're the ones that allow you to look at the votes or whatever, which is, I, I I think both of those are interesting variants. That's, I like that last one a lot. Yeah. So then it it isn't just like happenstance, but it is kind of fun though. When you look and you're like, Oh, Z-Man's collecting green spells. Like, that's interesting. I wonder if green spells is something. I have a green spell. Like maybe grab another one. All right, let's just do a whole podcast on Argent. Yeah, we probably should. Just a whole podcast on level 99. That's actually not bad. We were talking about this earlier. Like I, we uh, So we did a podcast last week about Colt, where me, RC, and Dolby um, dove deep into one specific god and talked about how we would plan our first like couple turns. Ooh, I love that little strategy talk. Dude, and like... RC's on point. Like, he, he skips a little bit. Like, he stutters from now and then. But, like, you can hear his strategy, and you're like, okay, that all makes sense. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Is he 12 now? Yeah. He's oh 13 by the time you see him, probably. Jeez. Dude, he's freaking tall. He looks tall. In, like, pictures I see him, I'm like, jeez, that kid grew up. He's going to be bigger yeah, than me. Like his, it's funny, because his voice, or it's just because I see him every time. So I don't know if his voice has gotten like lower yet. Like you haven't seen him for about a year, so maybe. Well, it was his voice years. was a little bit lower when I saw him last in November okay. or whatever. About a year yeah. ago, his voice was a little bit deeper. I think last year when I when I heard him talk, I think it's sometimes when he talks, he's maybe a little more monotone or something, and so it's it, definitely that. it like sounds that. a little deeper than maybe if he was just like casually playing or whatever. But it's funny in the Tasty Minstrel. A podcast you're talking about how like him with him swearing and you're like oh sometimes when you play video games i'll hear him say like oh shit and i'm like i could hear riley saying that in my head <laughs> no he still does or like we were playing smash last night and i was just wrecking him and he was getting so pissed off and he does he does that same thing where he's like ah phew. nice did you moon him after you beat him no 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 oh. i'm saving that for you nice i'll let that be a surprise uh all right man what else we got Alright, uh, I don't even remember what we were talking about. Let's see. Um, which of your unplayed games have you owned the longest? I think it's Battlestar Galactica. It's not Citadels or Lagranga? Le- no, Citadels I bought the new version of one time. Um, we were going to have a game day. I think this might have been the new, like, one of the New Year's ones where like the girls were going to come too. Okay. Like Bree and Amanda and maybe Diane. I don't know. Like like it would have been it was going to be more than just us. Okay. 
Or, you know, or one of those days where, where Zach's being in Stefan. Yeah, yeah, So I yeah, bought yeah. Citadels because it, it would play a lot, and it seemed like not quite a party game. Okay. Uh, and we never played it, and then I never bought it out. Uh, okay. And what's your... Battlestar what's... I bought Go ahead. when we worked at Gap together. I don't think so. I think you got that after you were in your apartment. No. Yeah, dude, because I remember I went all of a sudden at one time and I was like, oh, you have BSG and it was on like, your bottom shelf with one of your Calyxes. Oh. I'm pretty I'm pretty sure either it was hidden forever cuz I don't know why we went to, I would have we would have played it before then I would have thought. That, yeah. Back when me you Bus and Z-Man would and, play and yeah. at the house, I would have thought that we would have played Battlestar Galactica. That's true cuz that would have been great for four players. Yeah, I was pretty um, sure I had already played it with Jack at his place and then I came to your apartment once and I just like saw it on the bottom of your bookshelves. Okay. Well, shit. So in that case it's still got to be Battlestar, because that would have been the other, the first apartment. Right. Well, dude, you've had Lagrange forever. I have had Lagrange forever. It's got to be Battlestar or Lagrange. Yeah. And then probably, and then after those is Citadels. Yeah, then after those is Citadels, and then uh, Alien Uprising's all back there, but it's Days of Ire. Yeah. And then they kind of all kind of mesh together. And, you know, a lot of these are only within the past year. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at this list. I know, like, Tokyo Metro is a few years old. Um, that's 2018, I think. Yeah. Uh, but... But, like, Battlestar Galactica, Lagranja, Citadels, um, Days of Iron, Alien Uprising, those are probably the only ones that are around the five-year mark. Yeah, yeah, that you've had for quite a while. What um, What's the newest one you've had come in? Uh, Onk, um, before Onk, it was, uh, Oath and Four Science, all of those ones from Kickstarter. In terms of ones that I bought, though, um, it's either gonna be, it's gonna be Takanu and Alma Mater, and then before that was Dark Domains, and those are ones that I, like, I didn't Kickstarter, that oh, I just bought. that's interesting, because you bought those, you had Alma Mater... When I came last year, so you've had Alma Mater for a year now. Yeah. Okay, so you actually haven't purchased a new game that you haven't played in the past year that isn't a Kickstarter. Yes. Oh. Look at that. Look at you getting hey. your games in. <laughs> yeah. Because I remember, I remember I wanted to play Alma Mater. I didn't know you had it, but that was a game that I was like was kind of on my radar. And then it was in your bedroom. I think yeah, yeah. online, and I was like, "Oh, you have Alma Mater? Like that's it?" But we were like finished with playing. I was gonna leave, um, yeah. but yeah, Alma Mater. That's a that 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 game looked cool. The more I like looked at it, the more I'm kind of like, I don't know. I I don't know if games like that are really my style anymore. Really? Yeah. You did? Did you say you got rid of Lorenzo or like no, you don't like it? I don't. Or something? It, I I mean, I played it the one time. I loved Grand Astro Hotel. Lorenzo, I thought, was fine when we were playing it. I got Lorenzo Il Magnifico, the card game, a.k.a. the marble game, and that game was awful. Oh, okay. Oh, thank you. So I got rid of that immediately, and it was only because it is so, like, it's just, it's such, like, a random thing. You, like, put a marble into the track, you get one out, and then based on that, you're, like, trying to get certain 
resources to then get certain cards. And, like, that's it. There's not much there. I didn't think it was any good. Oh, so I played it like four or five times and just it sold it. I was like, I don't. There's nothing here for me really. Um, it's like very unthematic, very pasted on, uh, which I felt a little bit with Lorenzo. And so, uh, I don't, I don't could like, I don't have a high regard for Lorenzo. It's all the time it's on sale on like Amazon for like thirty five bucks or whatever, and I'm yeah. never tempted to like press buy. Wow. So. It, I know, which is which is tough, because, you know, but uh, I think Gollum is the new one coming from Luciani, and, like, that game looks kind of cool. Uh, but, yeah, I, I think it's, it's, it's like, the going up on tracks. I don't know how interesting. Uh, Takanu looks really cool. I've wanted to play yeah, that for a while. Really cool. But if I don't, I'm probably not going to be super... Bum. Like, if you gave me a list of games for the next time I come or whatever, and, like, that would probably be, like, the number, like, four or five spot again. Yeah. Because it, um, I, I, I don't know have, how... Have in, you played, you played Hollertow? I have played Hollertow. That's pretty... So it's not, like, a Euro that you're not... As no, I, I still... Types. Right, I still love Euros. I mean, I, I would say those are still my a lot of my favorite games. It's the specific types, it's the ones that... It's very the ones that are like super abstract as to what you're doing. There's yeah. not a lot of interaction, or there's not something interesting you're doing. It's a lot of like trading resources around to move up on tracks. I just don't know how interested I am in that as far as mechanisms go. Because I still like like um, I still like non-interactive euros like a holler tow or. Um, the Magnificent, which like you don't interact with your opponent almost at all. You can... we played we played Signori the last time you were here. That was awesome. I I seen I enjoyed that game. Yeah, because I I felt like there were there was like a bit of area control between each other. A little bit on like the trying to like have the most of whatever. Um, I liked Signori. Like that would be one. Yeah, I, I, wanna, I can. I want to play that one again. Yeah. Actually. I like like Founders of Gloomhaven, which is a heavy game. I like. You still haven't played Brass. I still haven't played Brass. I loved it. That's always number one on my list. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Well, we can for sure get that one in. That because that game is so. Crazy. That and Fireball Island are like the two that I just want to play <laughs> so badly. <laughs> two very different games. Yeah. Very different games. Although again, this table is probably better for Fireball Island. Oh, nice. Although I do have. I do have a hardwood now. If we lose a marble, it's gone. <laughs> we have to put down like a like a like a carpet or a rug underneath us while we play. That way, oh, it just yeah. stops. Yeah, my um, because I figured I'd get one rug. Uh, you should look up Star Wars Ruggable. I don't know how often it pops up on your Instagram, but I want to get one of those. Um, I'll check it out. I'm single, a dude, and I like Star Wars. Nice. Um, uh, all right, man. Any more questions about this? We're we gonna get to your awesome list. Uh, let's see. Oh, uh, one more. How many of these games, like not an actual number, but just like generally, of these unplayed games, do you think are not likely to see the table anytime soon? Oh, twenty uh, percent. Twenty. Okay. So, and are they? Do they tend to be games that you've had for a long time, or do you think they're like games that are newer but you're just less excited about? No, uh, usually, 
it's this stupid cycle where I get excited about it, it's on the table, and then once it gets so old and I haven't played it, there's so much new stuff that it just gets like shoved to the side. It becomes like exponentially. Like the longer you've had it, the less yeah. likely it is to hit the table. Yeah. Uh, I do want to uh, amend something really quick. Uh, not, sorry, not Anomaly or War of Whispers, although I really do want to play those. I want to play Kraga Caput Regni right now. That game looks cool. I, I, I don't know how it plays, and it looks like there's a lot going on on the board, but yeah. that game looks really cool. Yeah, I really want to play that. Uh, Rico speaks uh, praises on this game. It looks super cool. It's uh, freaking, uh, who, who was his name? Uh, Suchi, who I really like. Do you, Okay, and, and we talked about him a little bit when we were doing our top 50, and when I was looking at it, I was like, the only games of his that I've either played or liked were Last Will. You don't like um, that space game? Which space game? Fuck, what's it called? Pulsar uh, 2849? I've never played yeah, it. I don't own that one, but that one was sick. I've never played it. Oh. Okay, I thought you played that one. I, and, so I played that, Last Will, and I have uh, I have this random auction game of his. Oh, which one's that? Uh, 1800 something? It's like a train game. <laughs> I'm going to look him up right now, what he has designed. Yeah, because then I, I was thinking, I was like, wait, I don't know if I have any of his games. Shipyard? Is that the one that... No, no, no. I do want to play that. That has a Shipyard is like six rondels in a game or something. Shipyard I've heard good things about. Um, Underwater Cities I've heard good things about. Specifically with the expansion I've heard makes it like a lot better. Have you, is it Klondike 1896? Is that the one you were thinking of? No. Okay. Uh, League of Six. It would be older. An older game? Yeah. Uh, he doesn't have that many. I'm, I'm looking... I just don't feel like it's called Klondike. Klondike 1896. I don't hear Klondike and I think of uh, I think of Red Raven. Right? Me too. That's why I, maybe that's why I'm like, okay, I can't be that. Uh, this says something about America. It's like the Gold Rush. It's like a gold... It, it is an auction bidding game, it says. Oh, maybe it it's is like a gold. I mean, I, I it's like it. a Gold Rush game. You have different like tiles that have all sorts of yeah, right. stuff on them. Yeah, maybe it's that. I, I feel like it, mine's not called Clinic, though. I wonder if it went by a different name. I wonder if it's been re-implemented by something. Doesn't say it has, but yeah. Hmm. So, I, I and now that I'm looking at it, he hasn't actually designed that many games. Oh, it's 20th Century. Oh, okay, 20th Century. Gotcha, that's the train one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I... I, um, and then he did Praga, right? Yeah. Yeah, and Praga looks cool. Underwater Cities looks cool. Um, Pulsar looks cool. And you know what it is? I just haven't played that many of his games. I've only played Last Will. Okay. And you, did you ever play Prodigals? No, that's, that's, on, that's on my shelf of shame. <laughs> so nice. that, that actually, nice. yeah, what a, what a great segue. Um, I have seven games. Uh, I'll go through them in alphabetical order. We have Awkward Guest. Uh, the Chronicles of Crumb 1900. Uh, I got the Millennium Series. 1900 you can play now. I haven't played it yet. I also have 2400, but they haven't finished the app for it. Okay. Uh, just picked up Food Chain Magnet. 
Yes. Yeah, after you guys raved about it, I looked it up again and was like, you know what? I feel like this, uh, you know, yeah, let me let me pick this up. And there, I'm on a group here on BGG that's like Twin Cities, like games for sale. And so like people will put up games for sale and like they're super cheap and you just pick them up instead of like paying for shipping or whatever. And so right. I got... I've gotten a few games through there, and Food Chain Magnet was one of them, and I was able to get it, like, super cheap. Uh, so I picked that up. Uh, Terraforming Mars Ares Expedition, the Kickstarter one, just came in. I picked that up last Monday, I think. Nice. Yeah, so um, I just got that in. Treasure Island, I finally purchased. Because... Okay. I've wanted to play that forever, and Rico has it, and I don't know when I'm ever going to go to Nashville. So, pick that up. I haven't gotten to play it yet. And then Witness, I found a cheap wow, copy. Wow, Witness? I found a cheap copy of it. Yeah, so I was like... Uh, On your Twin Cities thing? Yeah, so I was like, yeah, I will immediately buy that. And then... That is a buy right I there, was, dude. I was wow. hoping to actually play it when my sister-in-law was in town, because I was like, okay, four of us... That'll be a perfect game. And then we ended up playing Codenames, which, like, I regret because Codenames was very fine when we played. And I feel like Witness kind of would have been fun. Um, it's just, you you need four, and I, I don't know. Yeah, but it's like, I have that game now. So it's like, how much did you guys, because you guys had played I hadn't played it before. We only played it the one, because, like, we had, like, the perfect amount of people. And yeah, so it's fun. like, dude, if you guys ever come here, or if I, when I come back, like, I'll always just bring Witness in case we want to play something, because it looks, like, so much fun. I am so excited it's for it. It's super cool. Yeah. That's, yeah, and then it's, like, so out of print. Right. You can't find it for, with anything, yeah. So. Like, I don't even think I could pay through the teeth and get it on Amazon. I just don't think it's there. Right, right. Uh, nope, not on Amazon. You can't even really find it on the BGG store. Um, that's cool, man. You, there's usually yeah, like a single found... French copy running around. <laughs> that's how I found Aristo Maze, which is the uh, the guy who did Tragedy Looper, one of his games. Okay. Uh, I went on BGG, put in Phoenix, Arizona. Some dude in Tempe had a copy, unopened. He said he like went to Japan, and like he was like, "Don't worry, everything's in English." Like. That's sick. But he, he wanted like 15 bucks for it or some bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> Not bad at all. So literally met him at Tempe Marketplace and was like, here you go. Yeah. I found that that, it's almost like my favorite way to get games because you don't have to pay for shipping. Yeah. And like half the time these people know that they can't get full price for it and are just, they just want to unload it. Yeah. 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 It's, that's what I found a lot. So What's tempting, the one that's been sitting there for a while that I'm tempted to get, it's Last Will and the expansion for 40 bucks. Oh, the expansion is great. And and Last Will itself, I think, is usually like a $45 game on yeah. Amazon or whatever. And so I was like, that that's one that probably the next time I sell a game, I might pick it's up It's a pretty good deal, man. Last I, I, like, I, I, mean, I love Last Will, and I definitely think expansion helps it out. But I, that's also one like... I don't know if I'll ever play without the expansion, but you can easily play without the expansion and be fine. Right, right. It's not It's not like a necessary expansion. I just yesterday actually got Eclipse. Everything. Damn. From the, the list. The guy like put it up. I was checking it in the morning or whatever before work. And I was like, that's a pretty good price for it. For me to order it from 
Denmark or wherever it is, it was going to cost like more just to get the game. Oh yeah, that's why I never ordered it. And then literally there was one copy at that game store that Dolby found. Oh, the on like the Gaming Goat? Yeah, over in the, off Dobson. Yeah, yeah. And like, I was like, how much is that? And it was like 115 and I was like, uh, throwing money. Right, like, exactly. I gotta go back to work here. Exactly. No, so I got, I got like the playmat, I got... I got everything oh, for it. Yeah, it's sick. I immediately came. So I left work in the middle of the day to go grab it. Went back, yeah. finished my day, came home, set it up, immediately started playing. Because it's oh, so that good. What else do you have that I don't have then besides the playmat? Um, it's got like these like Kickstarter like expansions that were free that come with like nebulas and pulsars and like more tiles essentially. With like little, oh, that's actually sick because little we rules around them. Wow, like there's not a whole lot of tiles here. They'll, and I mean, there's there's a few, and they are like I want to say there's like I don't know, like five or six, and they have like special rules around them. And then yeah, yeah. there's like a weird turn order module you can add, and <laughs> I just call it, they're very small things. There's like a little booklet, and it's like each page is a How one of the know? little modules or whatever, and then. The ships are though. There's like a ton of extra dice he got. The ships all have like a wash on them. Oh, so they actually feel kind of weird. I don't think I love it. They feel textury. Um, Did you ever play that game that has the sticky dice with us? The sticky dice, no. Like they were. It was. It was a known problem. Fuck. It was one. Of, it was quantum. Uh, and the oh, I did play spaceships. quantum. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The dice represent spaceships, yeah. right? So like like a four is this type of spaceship. Right. And but the dice like were like sticky. I don't remember the dice and being I, sticky. And I remember like I put them in the dishwasher, I like soaked them in like a tub of dish soap. Like nice. they, they were just sticky. There's something on them. That is so weird. I I mean you just get different dice. Because they're just D sixes, aren't they? Yeah, but they're like big and chunky and cool. Gotcha. I uh, I feel like Quantum needs to Rico, be... If you, if you remember, uh, hey, what's wrong with Quantum? Yeah, I will, I will. the first thing he says is sticky dice. What, what comes to mind when you think Quantum dice? Yeah, that's... Uh, I feel like Quantum is a game that needs to be re-implemented with, like, different... Diff, like, um... Oh, what's that fruit game? Floating Market? You need, like, those dice yeah. where, like, they're all different sizes, and you make those all the yeah. ships for something like Quantum. That would be sick. That would be sick. Yeah. But, uh, like so uh, okay. So it has that. There's and there's extra. I think there's extra like ships. Like there's a, a whole extra thing of ships for each faction. If you're playing as like the humans or something, it's like ridiculous, like extraneous stuff. Nothing really. The playmat is probably like the big. Yeah, that's like the coolest. thing. No reason to have it, um, but like it's kind of cool. It's just way too big. I have a, a playmat for Rocket Man, and like I'm so not the guy. I usually don't bet. I, don't back the playmat. Right. But holy shit, I don't want to play that on a board. <laughs> really? Is it because it's a bunch of cards that you're trying to like... It is a bunch of cards, and the, the playmat is so big, and it looks so good. Right. I, I'm that way with the James Bond Legendary, where like I would never want to not play with the playmat. And the playmat just like has the spaces where the cards go. It doesn't really do a whole lot. Um, it's not necessary, right. but yeah, like I just wouldn't want to play without it. 
because with cards, I like having, I like having something that isn't a wood or hard surface to easily be able to like pick cards up and stuff. Yeah, Rico has like one of the first editions of Legendary that came with the playmat. Mm-hmm. Now I think you have to buy it separately, or it comes with a, a cardboard board. It, now, yeah, it comes with a cardboard board now. Uh, so I totally feel you on that one. Okay, uh, your list really quick. What's the oldest game on your list? All of the games are within the past, within this year, within like 20, 2021, probably even like since like, I don't know, April or something. Yeah. Yeah, all of these are fairly new games, except Prodigal's Club, which I've had since the beginning of 2016. Jesus. I know. Well, because we, we just, we never played it when I was there, and then... I know, we, you bought it, and, like, we were... You either left pretty quickly after that, or I remember, like, you bought it, and we were like, fuck, we never got to that game. I had it for two years before I... You left? Oh, my I God. I left, and then I even left it here, and when I came back, I came back three times before I came back three times and we never got it to the table and then I finally drove back during COVID and just finally like took my stuff with me my like games I left behind with me and so now I have it here and I think I could probably get it to the table but it's just like there's just other games we like to play together, and so it's not one I'm, like, pushing super hard. Like, I'd rather get the new Terraforming Mars. I'd rather play that yeah. before I'd rather play Prodigal's Club. So same thing of, like, we just never played it. And so because we've never played it, and it wasn't already, like, the top of my list, it's not it's not something I'm ever itching to play. I'm not missing it. Are, are you really excited for Ares? Yeah. Okay. I, and, and, and I'll see, because I've heard mixed reviews as far as I thought Terraforming Mars was fine. I thought it was good. Yes. Way too long. And what I don't like is that the wind condition there isn't a natural like there isn't like a natural guaranteed end point. It is after you do and and it, it is the same in this game but it's a little less you're doing a little less. But it's like, you have to terraform the planet, you have to get that oxygen level up, and you have to get the heat up. It's like, those things have to happen. So if you're just building your system or whatever, and you're not actually actively working towards that, the game can go a lot longer than if what your engines are doing is causing those things to move as well. And so I'm worried that Ares Expedition is going to have the exact same issue, where you spend so much time building your engine, and then... Is that engine just going to help you, like, like how is that going to help you end the game? Um, but I really like the race for galaxy, roll for the galaxy, like, choose what actions are going to happen this turn, and then, like, let's just go from there. I, okay. I really enjoy that. Yeah, and I, mean, I, I think the game, it's, like, it's pretty simple. Like, each action, it's, like, play a green card, play a blue or red card, run your actions, produce your stuff, or draw a card pretty simple things so i am excited for it i'm afraid it's going to be too long and then like roll for the galaxy has a similar thing but i feel like roll for the galaxy is a little more fiddly with what you're doing have you have you guys played roll for the galaxy yet she didn't like it oh okay so i yeah i play with i play with my brother-in-law 
Okay. Oh, you were saying that. Yeah. yeah he really, he really likes it. We both really enjoy it together, and we run through it pretty quickly. So, um, yeah, I, I love Roll for the Galaxy. The guys have started asking for that again, so nice. I'm hoping that'll hit the table again. That's, um, that's I think, probably the game I've played the most that isn't like a party game. I think I've played Roll for the Galaxy more than any other game. Wow. Which yeah, I have no idea. Makes sense. I you it's probably a like Coulter seasons for you, right? Yeah, I, I assume it's seasons. RC was asking about it the other day, and like seasons has so many like moments where I played a lot of seasons. Yeah, and Colt has had like one moment where I played a lot of Colt. Gotcha. We, to be fair, we played Colt every week during the summer. And that's a, that's a lot. I mean. For you guys playing a, a normal board game like ten plus times, like that's a lot. Yeah. No, it, it is nice like having that. Like now when we play Colt, we just set up the board, give it to everybody, and then like we start like just start playing. That is nice. There's no rule overview. There's no oh remember like, this or like, whatever. That's cool. Yeah. No. Like, how much gold do we need? Uh, right. Right. Like, every everyone. It's funny because we played with Chazzy Nono a couple weeks ago. And love the guy, but holy shit, we were like, okay, no, no, you can't do that. That's funny. That's that's yeah. how we are now with like Wingspan, Grand Austria Hotel, Viticulture. Those are all games like we don't really go through the rules at all. We just start playing. I, I set it up and we just start playing. Yeah, yeah, that, that's cool. I know uh, Rico used to tell stories. Of, like, he would just leave Pandemic Legacy set up or, like, Grand Austria. Like, whatever, like, him and, uh, what did she go by now? Andy were playing. Yeah. And, like, just be like, okay, like, this is just up on the table. And they would just, like, play it every morning. Right, right. Yeah. But. I man. So, you're going to talk to Rico a little bit later? I think so. Yeah, I don't know what time yet. We'll figure that yeah, out. Yeah, you know how uh, reliable he is, so I'm yeah. sure it'll work out perfectly. Mm-hmm. I'm sure we'll talk. It'll probably be you two next week that we'll talk about this. All right, so the, 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 the our hope, and I can hope still at least, is that you'll be here for December, some point in December. If I do, it would probably be the week before Christmas, maybe the weekend before Christmas. Yeah. I'm not sure. Let's see. When is Chris, Christmas? Is on a Friday. I would potentially be here like the 11th through the 18th or something. Okay. So I wouldn't. Yeah, like anything else. I would maybe have one game out, night. Yeah, I'll say like, let me know and I can figure out how to make sure whatever you're free and free. Okay. I, I will do. let you know when awesome I Awesome seeing you, man. Yeah, it was good to see you too. Let's, uh, I'm more free now than I was before. And so I can, I can get back to semi-regular podcasting again. Figure out yourself with Rico and uh, Bus. I know you're across the pond, and I can't wait to see you because now it's fucking happening. Go ahead and play us out. Hope you enjoyed this episode of Drop the Dice. We'll see you next week.